This is the What's Brewing Podcast, brought to you by Plan First Asset Management and Financial Services. What's up, Brewing Nation? Johnny Gamut and Coach Miller on the What's Brewing Podcast. This week we're going uh, going with some golf as Tyler Smith of the men's golf team is joining us. Tyler, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to say, man, we're, we're just a few weeks from being back in the swing of school. Uh, how do you feel about it? Swing school, that was uh, good. Yeah, that yeah. pun intended there. Loved I did it. that on purpose. I'm ready for school. I'm ready to be back. Absolutely love playing for Bob Jones. Just super excited for the season. Awesome. I know this was an eventful summer for you guys. It was the first time the uh, golf team took a mission trip to uh, Ireland. And, of course, if you missed uh, an earlier episode that we did with Coach Scott, you'll want to take a listen to that as uh, Coach really recapped kind of what the team did and what they were involved with. Uh, we also did a story on the website that talked about, um, you know, the kind of the ins and outs of the ministries you guys were involved in there. But I, I want to get from a player's perspective, you know, you, you were there – hands you know in the trenches of ministry in terms of of what we believe here with the Bruins and using sports as a way to connect with people and advance the gospel you know so you you played with these these club teams interacted with locals in the community and that kind of thing as you come away from that experience what would you say was your biggest biggest takeaway what was the biggest thing that God taught you I think my biggest takeaway was just seeing the need that that country needs for God because in their eyes nothing's wrong they're Catholic Christianity and Catholicism is the same thing to them. Like, yeah. We believe the same thing they do. What's make, what makes them different? Um, big big deal was the missionaries we went to support, Sean and Tanya Abrams. Their church is just starting. It's a house church. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe 15 people. So that was an eye-opener. You don't really think about if you go to Ireland, you're going to see a church that you would more expect in a less developed country almost. So that kind of opened up my eyes, saw the need for there. It really, um, it was really helpful for my Christian faith just to be able to get in and do the dirty work for a missionary, just making those first connections, which I think we did a fantastic job of doing through the two basketball games that we did with the Filipino group and with the semi-professional basketball team over there. That was a little intimidating, but <laughs> um, I think we really, really accomplished what god was wanting us to we didn't see a lot of souls saved we did see one which was incredible but making those connections for sean and his wife was definitely fantastic having gone on a trip like that those kinds of things kind of bring your group together where you're spending time away from the sport or just kind of just just hanging out with each other and then you go back to your respective homes and now it's time to get kind of get ready for the season over the course of the summer and that kind of thing. So what kinds of things do you do over the course of a summer to prepare for the upcoming season? I want to say the biggest factor in that would be tournament play. Coach stresses that. Coach sets a goal and says, I want you to play in three amateur events, not three weekend outings with your club, but three um, fully function amateur events. And So two of mine this summer were web.com qualifiers. I didn't qualify, unfortunately, but they were definitely a great experience. Jordan Spieth beat you out. We understand. Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. It happens. It's okay. (laughs) Um, And then just like South Carolina amateur, uh, I know a couple of the teammates, Kyle and then the newcomer, Jake, uh, played in the four ball this year, which is just a two-team, very competitive amateur tournament. But besides the tournaments, he really stresses on just keeping the – physical physical side to golf just 
walking walking 18 holes don't get a cart be prepared so that when you go into the season you're not huffing and puffing on 16 and 17 18 so you can finish out the round we don't really push a lot of weight training even though there is some you don't need to bulk up you don't need to be tiger woods mm-hmm. <laughs> even though that would be optimal yeah. but um that and flexibility flexibility is very key in golf and balance i've seen you and some of the other guys in the in the weight room what has it done for your game outside of not huffing and puffing up and down the course so i'll give you a little bit of numbers just to verify that my swing speed coming in freshman year is 115 miles per hour which is fast it's i hit the ball long but coming out of this past year got on got onto a tracker and it's increased from 115 to 121 so just just that extra extra mileage per hour just gives you 10 15 yards Mm -hmm. and it helps you to be able to attack longer par fives and such yeah because that could really mean the difference between going for eagle go or settling exactly yeah and it it also helps with your swing helps if you get more flexibility you can it's more of an easier swing for you so you don't want to get caught as you guys enter this season obviously this is you know we're we're right in the thick of preseason almost um but coming into this season it's the first time that you guys won't have micah gold as part of the roster you know he's he's a a great guy on and off the course a guy that really uh, came in freshman year and kind of set the standard i feel like for the competitive side of it uh, as well as the spiritual side um so as as you guys as underclassmen come into this season without his leadership and without his presence how do you guys feel like you're going to shoulder that both from a leadership standpoint as you mentioned you've got several new guys coming into the program this year and, and as well as from the competitive side i mean micah had I mean, I still think he has some records for um, for lowest round and different things like that. So, so how do you take his example and, and build on it for this season? I still think that Michael Micah will be a little bit involved in the team, but yeah. I also feel that we do have to move on. We have we'll have two two new captains. Well, one new Matt. Matt will still be captain, and Matt's really good in mentoring the younger younger golfer because he's been through a lot in his life. Yeah. Um, I think from the competitive side, I think we'll be fine. We're adding tons of new golfers, and hopefully the ones that have been in the program for a year or two years will increase their ability. Jeremiah had a great breakthrough season this past year, hoping to add on to that. Matt, I know, has been working hard at it. Kyle's been working hard at it too. So from the competitive side, I don't see a huge huge, um, bash to our program. But from the leadership, Michael was a great leader. He could could really – um, gel the team for a tournament so we'll just see how that how the season takes us as It'll definitely out, be missed as an outsider looking in just uh, he wouldn't toot his own horn here but you know having guys like tyler and matt and micah and knowing those guys away from the the actual playing golf it's nice to have that to build a foundation yeah. on for your program and i know you know even looking at some of the our athletes for the men's basketball team like if you have those key guys that's huge for your program going forward and, and allowing you to compete so I, I, i'm sure they'll be in a good place yeah this year. absolutely now now tyro you in particular i mean you came in freshman year and, and wowed a lot of people with you know the way that you play and the, and the high level that you play at you know in this this last season as well several flashes of brilliance that that you know so even from a from a competition standpoint i guess what i'm trying to say is you know what what are your goals for this year as, as from a competition standpoint for you personally 
Last season, I really worked on changing my swing to where I could use it for the next 25 years. So there were flashes of brilliances, but there were also flashes of, oh, no, what's happening? Mm -hmm. So I'm finally, I'm playing the best golf of my career right now during the summer and really looking forward to the season. I would say my goal would be to average probably 73-74. Just keep it respectable. Nothing like, I don't want to low ball you can be like 65 (laughs) (laughs) that would be nice though um definitely i want the team to win regionals that's that's my big point i just i want to win regionals i want to be back in the national championship because we switched to the hammock beach resort this year and the team's already had one round of playing time there Hmm. so because we helped with the ncaa program when it was there great course i feel like we'll have an advantage on the field but Really, I just I just want to see the team break the 300 score. Yeah, I've been in it mm-hmm. for two years. It's just it's right there. This past year we shot 300, so just just really want to see the team thrive, and I think that we have a lot of potential to do that. Yeah, those are kind of the two elephants in the room when it comes to goals of you know first of all winning regionals. We we qualified for the at large bid a couple years ago to make the national tournament, but I know even that season, I mean, we were like three or four strokes away from winning that tournament and so particularly for those people listening that don't know a lot about collegiate golf i mean you you compete as individuals but you combine your team scores and then the team score is what what ranks you um, amongst the the different teams competing and so you know when tyler talks about breaking 300 you typically have four guys um shooting whatever score and then those scores are tallied up and like you said you got to that that 300 mark last year and i I really feel like if if there's any year to do it as you look at this year's roster particularly i mean i know you have some connection with some of the guys coming in as well um just talk about some of the the new guys that are coming in i know we got a transfer from from clemson and a couple other places like that so um you know as a whole what can we expect from from bruins golf this year I think we'll have some very mature golfers coming in. I know Haddon, Haddon Wigington, he's had two brothers on the program. He's been playing some competitive golf. Been posting some, he had some decent numbers. He played in a tournament, shot 73 in the second round, I believe. So really looking forward to having him on the team. Jake Montgomery, solid player. I remember him as a junior. I helped with the junior golf tour, I think his junior season maybe. He posted some great numbers. Um, Luke Jacobs, he's he's got a decent swing. I'd like to see like to see some potential um, happen in that. I feel like he could help us. Um, I do not know who the other golfer is. I'm getting <laughs> ready to meet him, yeah. but very excited to meet him. I think that'll be awesome. Uh, but overall, I think I think we should have at least one freshman in the starting five every single every single tournament and just talk about how that you know i we we mentioned this to coach scott when he was in here for his interview you know five years ago when we started the program we could barely feel the team score much less have like competition for that top five so when you have potentially 10 11 golfers on the team this year just talk about how that motivates you week in and week out to qualify to to be in those top five to compete in the tournament I think it's great. I think it's every qualifying round because we just we normally do them on Thursdays or so. It really feels like a tournament. You get kind of a tournament vibe from it because, I mean, some days coach will be like, I'll have three spots solidified, like they're qualified. But then some different terms, he's just like, it's up for grabs, five lowest to the starting five. Yeah. And uh, I really think that it just 
it helps you get in that competitive mindset, which is very crucial in college golf because nobody else is out there to cheer you on except for yourself mm-hmm. and tell you, hey, I got to concentrate, keep your head down on this shot, do your pre-shot routine. So I definitely think the qualifying helps with that. Yeah, And having the older guys, I'm assuming, too, that, that kind of mental toughness that's needed to compete uh, kind of – along with the competitiveness amongst the players too is huge Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's really really good well that's going to do it for uh this week's edition of the podcast thank you tyler for for coming and being a part of the program remember we're on itunes now so subscribe to our channel or our podcast on itunes and that way it'll uh, automatically download it to your phone technology is awesome these days but you can uh, find out all that information if you don't or not on itunes or or different podcasting centers you can go to bjubruins.com uh, slash podcasts and we have a list of all of our different episodes there and you can catch up with what's going on uh, with your bruins and uh, again thanks for taking the time today to listen for coach miller i'm johnny gamut and that's what's brewing you've been listening to the what's brewing podcast Brought to you by Plan First Asset Management and Financial Planning. To learn more, visit planfirst.com.